1: And for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooko.
0: All right, Peach, i got a question for you. Yes.
1: It's- I'm having heaps of fun. Sorry, to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited
0: for this question. No, okay, no, leave right. this in. This, is, this fun. is a good question. This is a good question. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> yes. Do you find clowns scary?
1: I think yes, in a loose way, but I do wonder whether that's just because it is a cultural thing. Of clowns are scary, so I I find them boring. Certainly.
0: You've you've tapped on something I, I wanted to talk with you about mm. because you've avoided horror films. Check. I feel like it might be one of those things that you don't get. Like I remember ages mm. ago, I was talking to this girl who didn't have a sense of smell. Like she lost it when she was really young, what? and uh, like really really young, so she can't even remember smelling and respectfully she's making that up <laughs> interesting. no it's a thing it is a thing that exists and i was like what is it like not having a sense of smell and she's like well for one thing farts aren't a big thing for me <laughs> no but like and isn't that interesting because it's like without the smell you're like well they make a kind of funny sound but sometimes they don't in fact most of the time and especially as you get older they don't really make much of a sound they just come out of your body when you don't want them to
1: when- you sharing this intriguing this, tidbit this and was, is it someone I've met and if so who, who was
0: it <laughs> no it wasn't someone you met <laughs> okay. this is like ages ago mm. I was editing a film clip for mm. Red Riders yeah. which were the band before Palms uh, yes. that Al Grieg the
1: only band before
0: Palms the only, the only band before Palms um, but anyway so I, I always thought it'd be interesting because I, I believe that... Okay, number one, I mm. think a lot of people who say they're afraid of clowns are making it up because it's basically just a cultural trope. It's I like
1: completely accept that without a reservation. Like you said, it's like when people say... I find them irritating. I'm irritated by clowns. Yeah. And I'm made to feel awkward by clowns. That's it's, probably my
0: position. Yeah. It's like when you say you don't like the word moist. It's like... not. What? You, know, you know how people are like, oh, I hate the word moist. And it's like, you don't. It's what just a thing. What the
1: fuck are you talking but about? But it's a
0: thing that exists. Anyway, so... But then for the people who genuinely do mm. uh, find The Clowns scary, I believe it's from scary films. And I, I, I was just thinking it'd be now interesting. Why,
1: why have you raised this today? <laughs> this, is a, this is an interesting idea. This is intriguing.
0: So... Back in the 90s, uh, there was a, a, a TV adaptation of Stephen King's It Made mm. with uh, Tim Curry as the uh, clown Pennywise, who's the bad guy in it. And it was one of those things that I felt like it was a rite of passage. You watched it at a sleeper. Oh, Peach, you've got something to say. 100%. No, no, no,
1: no. I, I couldn't agree more. I was going to say, it's sort of your scary movie threshold. Mm. If you can handle scary movies, you've seen It. And if you can't, like me, you're like, so it turns into a spider at the end. Or yeah. Or it has a balloon in the drain. <laughs> what? Fuck, this is, too, this is too scary. But it
0: is interesting in the way that that original version is, if you're a teenager, absolutely, it's scary. But if you watch it as an adult, but also if you watch it as someone who doesn't live in the 90s anymore, <laughs> it is ridiculous and kooky and not even really worthy of Spooko. So today oh, I wanted to oh. delve into the scary clown lore with the updated version of IT that came out a couple of years ago, 2017. Uh, Today we're doing IT Part
1: 1. They took this drill thing serious. Now this clown's got strict conditions.
0: We just saw the trailer for IT, uh, the 2017 remake. So IT Part 1, basically. Um, Which I think is... Probably scarier than the, uh, the adaptation from the 90s, uh, but the trailers themselves, particularly, I find very spooky. Peach, how are you feeling?
1: Oh, fairly upset.
0: <laughs> how are you feeling about clowns now?
1: Oh, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, right. Were pretty, like, you know, that wasn't a clown. I was like, no, it's, it's, it's not very much like a clown. Yeah, okay. I But I, look, I don't know what this podcast is doing to me, though. I just had a whisper of like, ooh, that was pretty scary. <laughs> yes. I, I don't, yeah, I think you might be getting under my skin here.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? You know, like, the, the whole point of this is to slowly get you to not just be okay with scary movies, but want to watch them. Like, that's the key. That's where we get to. That's the end <sighs> result. Um. I got to ask, do you know the plot to it at all?
1: Yes. Uh, there is an interdimensionally type being that's basically a spider, like sort of you and I would conceive it as a spider. In order to eat children, it disguises itself as a clown and it seduces children with red balloons.
0: That's pretty close. That's pretty close. But I, but you probably never went through the teenage uh, phase of reading all of Stephen King's uh, books.
1: I read The Omen, which was reasonably spooker. Oh yeah,
0: I don't know. I didn't realize The Omen was a book before it was the film. There you go. It may not even
1: have been, but I certainly (laughs) did 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 read the book.
0: You might have read the book that was an adaptation (laughs) of of the feature film The Omen. Oh look, who knows? Who knows? Um. But what you just did was a reasonable recount
1: of yes. the story oh, of it. Of the '90s one, maybe
0: it is famously one of uh, Stephen King's longest books. I think it's over a thousand pages. It's crazy. Christ. It's kind of split in two halves as well, which is why uh, for this uh, for this new version of it, they've split it into two films. And the first one focuses on i guess uh some children in this town who take on it and then the second focuses on when they're adults but shall we talk about it part one Shall we get that into it that means
1: they don't kill it at the end this is this horror film thing i i want to kill the scary thing Googsy.
0: there aren't too many where everything ends fine <laughs> and i think we've already talked about this there's no point in that
1: is, is that the actual fundamental necessity of the genre that you can have Spooko films with jump scares that are scary, and if it's a happy ending, it can't be a horror film.
0: The, uh, I think to I think to a degree, yes. Uh, I think one of the fundamental, I, I guess one of the things it needs to do to really be a horror film or to be an effective horror film, maybe I mean because you know like there's you could you could classify it in many ways, but mm. for it to be effective, I think the final act has to pull the rug out from under you. So you have to be like, "Oh, cool, there's fine. Like, like, oh like, no.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Man, Texas Chainsaw that. Massacre still freaks me out.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Just the image, like I, I, like even though you haven't seen it, just um Leatherface on the road for like a minute just angrily re- waving his like chainsaw <sighs> around as the people drive away and there's just there's no there's no end. It was just this one nightmare. Event that happened in the states. Anyway, let's look, go kill this clown. Let's do this. Okay, so it, uh, also known as It Chapter One, um, two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. um, but set in October nineteen eighty
1: eight. Yeah, it's Stranger Things. Yep.
0: Which is weirdly sort of. Oh, in fact, it's not even that weird. Cut out. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically Stranger Things. Uh, it, and I and I would say that Stranger Things probably. You know, even though it steals from things like the Goonies and you know kids films from mm. that time, definitely has horror elements. It's got that as well. Stephen King font. Yes,
1: that's that's what all the books look like.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's very it, like the font looks like the cover of an 80s horror movie, a yep. horror novel.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Strong agree. All I'm right. Excited. All right, okay. So let's in, go kill Penny Pennywise. Oh, which is where is that, that, where that punk ban- band, thats where they got their name from. So, 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 society. Do, do they win you Society? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What They what? had the most iconic punk t-shirt of the Usually. late 90s i so. if,
0: if somebody wore a Pennywise t-shirt You know they were seriously into their punk music
1: I remember going to the Vans <laughs> Warped Tour in, I'm going to say 1997 Sounds about right And we had to count the number of Pennywise t-shirts That were the slim um, little Pennywise logo mm. I think we got to about 150
0: What do you think they meant when they said Society, we all know there's something wrong And we've known it all along
1: just society in general. <laughs> I'm not sure they know, respectfully. <laughs> All right. and I'm not sure it's what Stephen King was, uh, was trying to say. <laughs> uh,
0: it is generally about how there's something wrong in society. Anyway, okay, so October 1988. I'm there. Bill Denbrough crafts a paper sailboat for Georgie, his six-year-old brother. Georgie sails the boat along the rainy streets of small-town Derry, Maine. Now, Maine... And also, like, Derry, but also Maine in general is where all of Stephen King's stories are set. I'm already so a bit upset. So they're always very rainy, you know, sometimes a bit cold, very green, very suburban, very rural.
1: Very Stranger Things. I'm very
0: there. Stranger Things. So he's sailing, he's sailing this, like, uh, this boat along the rainy streets of his small town only to have it fall down a storm drain. Yeah. As he attempts to retrieve it, Georgie sees a clown in the drain who introduces himself as Pennywise the Dancing Clown.
1: Now, is he scary? Is he like hey, I'm Pennywise? I was like, "Hello, kids! I'm in, actually fun and nice."
0: In the original adaptation, mm. he was kind of like, "Yeah, he, he sort of he, he." There was a famous soundbite where it's like, "Hey, Georgie, wanna balloon?" or something like that, mm. right? He kind of sounded like Chucky or something. Mm. In this one, I feel like he's already too
1: scary when he's down yeah, there. he had, like, pointy teeth yeah. and came out of the dark. And I don't think a child would be like, Oh, awesome. <laughs> this looks fun. <laughs> a child would be like, What the <laughs> fuck is that?
0: Yeah, it's definitely a failing. But anyway, mm. somehow, despite his <laughs> pointy teeth, Pennywise entices Georgie to come closer, then bites his arm off and drags him into the sewer.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. let's do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, so the following summer... Bill and his friends, Richie Tozier, Eddie Kasparak, and Stan Uris, run afoul of older bully Henry Bowers and his gang. Bill, still haunted by Georgie's disappearance, yes. calculates that his brother's body may have washed up in a marshy wasteland called the Barrens. He recruits his friends to investigate, believing Georgie may still be alive. Ben Hanscom, one of Bill's new classmates.
1: lots of names There's coming a- out here. Yeah, Yikes. I'm so sorry.
0: I'm so sorry. <laughs> But okay, so old Ben Hanscom, yep. one of Bill's new classmates, learns that the town has been plagued by unexplained tragedies and child disappearances for centuries. Targeted by Bowers gang, Ben flees into the Barrens and meets Bill's group. They find the sneaker of a missing girl named Betty Ripsom, while a member of the Bowers gang, Patrick Hoxsetter, Christ. is killed by Pennywise <laughs> while searching the sewers for Ben.
1: Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Betty... So, sorry, but, that's just a yeah. real person who kills
0: let's let's take a step back okay. so uh, so the so Ben is so Bill sorry is the brother of the kid that dies yes. in the sort of in the first couple of frames yes he and his friends think that his body would be washed up in some the stormy Barons. place called the Barons. Yep. Um, meanwhile, at the same time as yes. this happening, the story mm. introduces us to this bully called is it Eddie Bowers or Billy Bowers? Henry Bowers Henry Bowers okay. Henry Bowers also exists and has a bit of a gang that has it in for him. So not only does Bill and his friends want to find this body, they also have yep. to avoid, avoid this, this gang. Yep. Um, there's also this other guy called Ben who's like, hey, all of these kids have gone missing. It's probably connected to your little brother. All of these things collide in the fact that the Henry Bowers gang chases Bill's gang in the Barrens. One of them goes into a storm drain to see if they can find Ben, I think.
1: Find the little brother, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then uh, they get uh, one of them gets killed by Pennywise.
1: Oh, Pennywise. I thought you said Betty Myers for some reason. I was like, okay, we've got another person there. All right, (laughs) see, Pennywise eats them. All right, cool, we're on the way. Okay, Great villain to name your band after.
0: Okay, so Beverly Marsh, a girl bullied over rumours of promiscuity, also joins the group. Both Bill and Ben develop feelings for her. Later, the group befriends orphan Mike Hanlon after defending him from Bowers. So slowly this little group of, like, like misfit-y uh, orphans misfit-y is growing yep. and but becoming, like, closer.
1: But we're no closer to passing the Bechdel test, I, I just, <laughs> despite the fact that it's growing.
0: Each member of the group has encountered terrifying manifestations of the same menacing clown who attacked Georgie. A headless undead boy... A sink that spews blood only children can see. Mm-hmm. A diseased and rotting leper. To be honest, if I was a kid, I wouldn't know what a leper looked like.
1: I agree with that. I, It'd I be wasn't... like, well, that's just spooky. <laughs> that's just a real spooky something.
0: <laughs> uh, a disturbing painting coming to life. Mike's parents burning alive. And a, fri- and a frightening phantom of Georgie. I feel like some of these aren't as bad as the others. The sink that spits blood, you've got the easy one.
1: Yes, rather than watching your parents, parents burn them. alive. <laughs> if you had to choose. But you also grow out of the sink because that's only children who can see it. So yeah, good point. So you know on your... Once you
0: turn 18, all of a sudden you look at the sink. It's yeah, a normal it's, sink. It's fine. It's clean.
1: No problem. <laughs> I would take that one. Uh, so.
0: Now calling themselves the Losers Club, they realize they are all being stalked by the same entity, which they refer to as it. They determine that it assumes the appearance of what they fear most, awakening every 27 years to feed on the children of Derry before returning to hibernation, and moves about by using the sewer lines, which all lead to an old stone well hidden under an abandoned house. Sick. After another attack by Pennywise, the group ventures to the house to confront it, only to be separated and terrorised. As Pennywise gloats to Bill about Georgie, the losers regroup and Beverly impales Pennywise through the head, forcing the clown to retreat. The group flees the house and begins to splinter with only Bill and Beverly resolute in fighting it. So, so much has just happened there. Yeah. But
1: basically... Uh, you've, We've injured Pennywise.
0: They've injured Pennywise, but all of these scenes where Pennywise uh, terrorises them are kind of like... Scenes into themselves that are just meant to be super spooko. So you know there'll be there'll be some quiet like uh like water and then all of a sudden Pennywise will emerge from it or there'll be like a jump scare of Pennywise coming out. So all of these times when it's like you know Pennywise splits them up and terrorizes them, they're their own scenes and they're all like uniquely spooko. And they are they all
1: spooked of clown like why is it the
0: no? So they all know like so he he turns into something else, but he's also a clown because it's like for some like he's like. Do you remember? Do you remember that '90s cartoon Widget? Yes. Do you remember how Widget could turn into anything, but he still was a purple alien with a tail? Yes. So it's like he could be a house, but it was a purple house with an alien tail, yep. Yep, or I whatever. It. It's kind of like it. So it will turn into the thing you fear most, but also be a clown.
1: Okay, so, so it's like, like a Bogart mixed with a Dementor. Basically, to put it in Harry Potter, <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in Harry Potter parlance.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so. They've just done this. They tried to go kill him. You know, Beverly impaled him in the head. That still hasn't killed him. So they're all like, fuck this. This is too much. And only Bill and Beverly are, like, brave enough to go down and finish him once and for all. Okay. So that's where we're at right now. Sick. Let's do it. So weeks later, after Beverly confronts and incapacitates her sexually abusive father... Christ. So that's... Yeah, that's a subplot as well. So they all... They're all, losers. like, well, they call themselves with- the Losers Club because they're all dealing with, like, horrific home lives and poverty and terrible things and, you know, bullying and all that sort nice. of stuff. Um, but after that happens, she's abducted by Pennywise. The Losers Club reassembles and travels back to the abandoned house to rescue her. So, obviously, this is the thing that brings them all back together. Yeah. Um, but Henry Bowers, who has murdered his abusive father after being driven insane by it... Attacks the group So this is oh, also okay. a subplot as well Like it's not the only bad guy Henry exists as well And Henry's basically tormented And used by it as a bit of a pawn To do his bidding as well
1: Okay This is a fun movie so far I think There's a lot that goes on Okay uh, So
0: Mike fights back And pushes Bowers down the well To his apparent death The losers descend To his,
1: uh, Why did you say apparent? Well look I mean <laughs> no. I'm just reading the <laughs> yeah, words Okay alright
0: The losers descend into the sewers and find its underground lair, which contains a mountain of decayed circus props and children's belongings around which the bodies of its child's victims float in midair. Beverly, now catatonic after being exposed to bright lights inside its gaping mouth, is restored to consciousness when Ben kisses her. Bill encounters Georgie, but recognises that he is it in disguise. As Pennywise, it takes Bill hostage, offering to spare the others and go into hibernation if they let it feed on Bill. The losers reject this, which is... And that's interesting, right? So yeah. it's like, this at this point, it's on the back foot, and it's like, look, let me just feed on one of you, and then the rest of you can go. And they're like, no, it's grandma. Shit. So, the losers reject this, battling with it while overcoming their various fears. It is eventually... it. Sorry, it's, it's so hard to read. They really should, like...
1: Italicized. Italicized it, I
0: think. Anyway, it is eventually defeated and retreats deeper into the sewers. With Bill declaring that it will starve during its hibernation,
1: finding the remnants. That's a ballsy declaration, <laughs> based on nothing.
0: The other thing that hasn't been said here in this is that basically, and, and this, this is this is this is revealed in the like probably in greater detail in the books, is like you said before, it is this interdimensional creature sort of kind of like a god that Mm. crashes on Earth like millions of years ago uh, in Derry, Maine and sort of comes to the surface, I think, every 27 years to feed on children. And the reason it feeds on children is because if you scare them, it describes it as salting the meat and it makes it super tasty. So it has Mm -hmm. to scare them before it eats them and then it goes back down and hibernates for another 27 years and then comes back and kills a bunch of kids again.
1: Hell. Yeah. So that's 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 what but it means. Don't worry now, though, because it's going to start. The to starve to death. Yep. No, no I guess
0: you're right. So it runs off. They're like
1: done, done. Dun. Dun. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know they're in a horror film. Show. I guess what they don't know. That
0: yeah. is a good point. The losers reject this though, battling with it while overcoming their very.
1: Oh, I know that. Oh, hey, sorry, 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 sorry. I blame Wikipedia for that. Mm. It's all right. No need to apologise. Let's keep it in.
0: Finding the remnants of Georgie's raincoat, Bill finally comes to terms with his brother's death and is comforted by his friends. As summer ends, Beverly informs the group of a vision she had while catatonic, where she saw them fighting It again as adults. The losers swear a blood oath that they will return to Derry as adults if It returns. After the others make their goodbyes and disperse, Beverly and Bill discuss her leaving the next day to live with her aunt in Portland. Before she leaves, Bill reveals his feelings and they kiss. So what's missing from here as well is, and this this became a bit of a talking point when mm. this film came out and was massive, and everyone was like, "How good Stephen King in the book?" Yeah. To make sure, like,
1: it's Ooh. it's hard.
0: Yeah. Like, well, to is ma- this going
1: to be really gross? To, to is this going to be Clive Barker level?
0: To make sure they never forget Beverly in the book, Beverly has sex with each of the members one by one. For so- like they don't oh, really describe it. What? She's like, "This is the only way we'll never forget about this child-eating clown that uh, came to us."
1: Oh my god! And <laughs> and yeah. I'm pretty sure
0: Stephen King was basically like, "It was the '80s. We all wrote weird stuff in the '80s." <laughs> 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 oh,
1: that's as upsetting as the clown. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> Clive Barker now King. And it's weird because you go through your... Is Stephen King dead? Stephen King, what is
0: that? No, he's not dead. Oh. I think he's been through some debilitating illnesses and he's actually like a really good dude on Twitter, but he's also he also wrote this. He the looks end. like Matt
1: Groening in my head. They're sort of the same person. <laughs> That's basically who they are. Go home, Stephen King, RIP. Uh, this was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And rushes, what's up?